0: I had come across an article in Psychology Today, and it was really describing three categories of this. And it was talking about emotional support, tangible support, and then informational support. So thank you guys for tolerating
1: me as I kind of geek out a little bit on the theology of this, but this we'll is really- we
0: you in that, Brian. You'll support me. Yes. Thank you
1: so much. All of us This together. is really important to understanding how we support each other.
0: You may be one choice away from a thriving marriage. Welcome to the Operation Thriving Marriage Podcast with Brian and Jennifer Harvey. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Operation Thriving Marriage, the podcast. We're back at it and happy to have you joining us here.
1: So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you and love that you guys are enjoying the podcast and listening. And Jen, what's the first thing you think of When you hear the word support.
0: Okay, so this is coming at me um, in a a few different things, and I'll be very brief on, on them. So the first one is friends and family members who support you when you're having a hard time or they're encouraging you just coming alongside you, maybe if you're having a hard time or you have an obstacle to overcome. Uh, as an attorney, I'm thinking of what are the, the supporting points for maybe an argument that I'm putting out there uh, to help a client out with their case. And the other one, too, I'm thinking about if we're speaking to an audience and we're on a stage, we know we're not going to fall down because there's like built-in support underneath the uh, stage or the platform, so we know we're not going to fall through.
1: And of course, in marriage, there's an expectation, right, that we'll support each other.
0: Yes. And I think
1: when we talk about support, I think it's important we talk about the purpose of marriage a lot. You could almost rename the podcast Holiness, Not Happiness, because sure. it's so important to us, and we really think that all this other stuff builds off of that truth. We need to remember what the purpose of marriage is, and in the in the beginning, God put the man and the woman together Mm -hmm. in the garden, and he gave them a mission. He gave them a job. Genesis 128, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every creature that moves on the ground. I really want to hit this word subdue and Thank you guys for tolerating me as I kind of geek out a little bit on the theology of this but this we'll is really important cool. you in that Brian you'll support me yes. Thank you so much all of us this together. is really important to understanding how we support each other. That word subdue means to gain control over and in my mind I think a lot of it like training a dog or breaking a horse and let's think about um, the horse for a moment. Horses are born wild and chaotic and a pony frolicking out in the field is beautiful and fun. But the truth is if a horse has not been subdued, it becomes dangerous. Those things Mm -hmm. are huge. Those hooves are deadly. And if someone doesn't subdue that horse, then it can't fulfill the greater purpose that it has. Now, once subdued, a horse can be ridden, hitched to a wagon or another machine. We love there's an island between the peninsulas of Michigan called Mackinac Island. If you haven't been there, you've got to go check it out. Um, what I think of horses, though, I think of Mackinac Island because there's no motorized vehicles on the island. Everything is either bicycles or we see horses everywhere because the horses have been subdued and now are able to make that island run and function. It's taking the wildness and chaos, and giving order to it so that it can do work. Well, when God created the earth, it starts out at the beginning, the earth was formless and void. It was chaos. It was unstructured. It was wild. And then God brought order out of chaos. And this is what he then told us as humans to do. The world by nature is wild and chaotic, and we know, so for all of the physics geeks out there, um, Newton's laws of thermodynamics, everything in the universe is on a course from from order to chaos. Something needs to bring order out of the chaos. We're here to do that on the earth, and that's what God has brought us to you. So what does that have to do with holiness? Holiness is fulfilling that purpose that God's given us. Holiness is why the articles in the temple were holy was because they were fulfilling the purpose of God. And we humans should be fulfilling our purpose as well. So when I think of support, I think of what are you thinking of? I think of holding or carrying something. Okay. I think of things like support beams on the house holding the roof. To me, then support and relationship is helping to overcome or solve a problem. It's doing practical things or providing practical insight to help someone accomplish their goals. But that's not really the only way to support in a relationship. And sometimes it's not even the best way to support in a relationship.
0: That's very true because there's a lot of different ways to to support uh, others in uh, relationships there. So this would... Have to do with, I had come across an article in Psychology Today, and it was really describing three categories of this. And it was talking about emotional support, tangible support, and then informational support. So emotional support would be expressing concern, empathy, love, or encouragement. That tangible support is helping your partner with more hands-on practical things that might be cooking a meal or, you know, giving some sort of a a, a gift or financial assistance if they're having some uh, hard, hard times, not necessarily financially speaking, but if they're maybe going through some grief of loss of a loved one, maybe you're giving them a gift card to go out to um, buy food or have carryout out or something along those lines to, to meet those needs. Um, also, that informational support, uh, which is the third one, is sharing information, uh, helpful facts or advice. But there can be a lot of problems coming into that in marriage when one spouse is providing the wrong kind of support for what the other spouse is needing or wanting or expecting at the time that that happens.
1: And I'm really good at that, right? Because I'm really good at giving informational support when you don't want it.
0: Well, you know, that that happens sometimes, but we're <laughs> we're working our way through that. Yeah. But it's
1: it's like giving someone a hammer when they need a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. You know, a hammer is a great tool when sure. you want to hammer something in. But if you need a screwdriver, that hammer is not going to take that screw out of the piece of wood or the or whatever it is. It's the wrong tool and giving it to you. Now, not only have I not helped you, I've made it more frustrating because it's clear that I don't understand what you need mm-hmm. and I don't understand how to help you. So you're frustrated at the task that you're not able to accomplish and even more frustrated now because the support, i right. air quotes here that you can't see. It's
0: useless. <laughs> it's useless. Or at least from that kind of perspective.
1: So when we provide the wrong support, I mean, we're actually making the problem worse. Sweetheart, how can we deal with these situations where one spouse
0: is providing the wrong support? How do we resolve this? I think both uh, spouses in that situation need to to take the responsibility for it. Um, Certainly the spouse that's providing support needs to learn how to tell what what kind of support is needed in that moment. Um, That spouse needs to listen not only to the message, but also that messenger as well, being listen to your spouse, not just necessarily what they're saying, but also kind of where they're coming from and what's going on with that. And I want to elaborate a bit on that. We need to learn what kind of support our spouse needs by listening to the words they're saying, but also by reading body language. We also need to pay attention to how they're approaching us and how they're responding to the support that we're providing. Um, But it's not just again, on that, that spouse who's giving the support. It has to be on the spouse who's receiving the support. They need to take responsibility for their communication as well. And I think a good way to do this is just by starting the conversation with language that communicates the kind of support you're looking for. So if you need emotional support, say something like, can you listen to me? Can you hear me out on this? Um, If you need that kind of tangible support, it's good to say something like, would you help me do this? Could, Could you come alongside me? In this particular task, or would you be able to help out with a different task to enable me to really focus on this particular task at hand that I need to be all in to do without distractions and without having to do other things? And if you'd need some sort of information support, you could say, Could you help me think this through? Could you be a sounding board for me? Can you give me some advice just based on information that you might have? So, as we're looking
1: at this support, support is important. In marriage, because we are, our spouse is there to help us fulfill what God has called us to do. When we look at Ephesians two ten, it says, "For we are His workmanship, having been created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand, so we may do them." You know, God has a job for us, and salvation is part of making us more fit, making us holy to do the work that God has for us and our spouses exist to help us accomplish that and that support, but we need to make sure we're learning to provide the right support. In marriage, God has given us someone to help us become more holy, more fit for that kind of work, but to do that, our spouse needs to provide the right kind of support. That's true. You know, that emotional or tangible or information, and I'm going to talk to the guys for a minute because we've kind of been conditioned and socialized to focus on the tangible or informational. And we haven't really been socialized or conditioned to provide that emotional support. And a lot of what we hear from couples that are in crisis or struggling, a lot of times it is from a wife that's saying she doesn't feel heard. And usually that's because she's not receiving that emotional
0: support. Right. And it's not that her husband doesn't love her or isn't being supportive or doing his best to be supportive. It's just that that support's being communicated in a different way. And both, I think, need to pivot to understand the other's perspective, but make some changes. Like you said, the husband in that example needs to to see what he can do to provide that emotional support. But she's also got to understand that he's doing his best to try to support her. Absolutely. And when seeking support, make
1: sure we communicate clearly the kind of support we need from our spouse. It may look like from their side, what we need is emotional support when actually what we're seeking is advice. No, I don't need you to listen to me right now. I need you to give me insight on how to solve this problem. We need to communicate the support we're looking for so that we can receive the support we need so together we can grow closer together and fulfill the role that God has for
0: us. And and for my situation, what I will say in supporting Jen, it takes a village. And that is absolutely the case because I've got a great husband and he's sitting right next to me, so I don't want to talk about him like he's not in the room, but um, appreciate all three of the support that I get from you. But sometimes it's important for me to just talk to one of my best friends about things. And I remember just kind of going through things in life and just kind of having a hard time. You and I are going to talk it through and we're going to appreciate kind of the perspectives that each of of us have. But sometimes it's like, hey, leaning on this particular Close girlfriend of mine. It's just a really uh, helpful thing to be able to do to kind of give me other perspective, and that doesn't take away from your spouse being supportive. It's just being able to reach out to others to get some different perspective too.
1: Yeah, And in those situations, I think it's important for for the spouse that would be in my situation, where it's like, okay, Jen's looking for support from other people to not be threatened by that. Sure. To know that that support's valuable, but also it's important. We've had we had to have this conversation for you to communicate the priority of my support mm-hmm. where you're not allowing, um, your friends, your, your girlfriends to replace me. Oh, and no so doubt about it. It's that both and of not letting that be threatened. Cause I know I'm, I'm safe and secure in our relationship, but you communicating as well. You're not being replaced just because someone else has insights that you don't have. That's valuable.
0: Oh, no doubt. And I'd also say that, you know, don't be leaning on somebody who's, um, uh, opposite gender of yours, because that could lead to some problems. But again, the the guys having really good guy friends, the girls having really good girlfriends. It's just it's a good thing to to be able to have that uh, extra support too.
1: Remember the the purpose of marriage is to make us better. Mm-hmm. The purpose of marriage is to help us fulfill what God placed us to do, and to do that, we need to be able to make sure we're su- we're matching the support we're giving. To the support that's needed. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and don't forget to rate and subscribe. Jen and I started Operation Thriving Marriage to help couples and churches take marriages from merely surviving to thriving. We've got our book, we've got a blog, and resources for our coaching ministry, and you can bring us out for an Operation Thriving Marriage experience. For more information, go to OperationThrivingMarriage.com. That's OperationThrivingMarriage.com.